comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd come. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Episode 306. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. This is no budget podcasting at its best, folks. I got your <laughs> headphone cables. Uh, guys, welcome to episode 306 of A Half Hour Wasted. Round two of breakfast, right guys? Is that yeah. George and, and and Jerry and uh, Elaine sitting over there in the corner? <laughs> Those idiots are having a conversation about nothing. <laughs> That's kind of what we do. Oh. Oh, Welcome man. To episode 306. <laughs> so. The d- more diner episodes. The Wonderful Mama's Daughter's Diner on Royal Lane in Dallas, Texas. Hey, you know, one nice thing about this place. Just across the street from the acupuncture office and the Swedish massage place. There, yeah. are, there are two things. I mean, the, the, being here with you guys is reward enough. And, Duh. Uh, the breakfast has been really good. But... Beyond that, there are two things that are really cool about being right down here where we are in this physical location in the Dallas metro area. Um, number sightseeing. one, yeah, yeah, sightseeing. Uh, you know, people watching, obviously. We are just a couple of miles from Titan Comics, oh, where right. I may have to slide by and get a copy of uh, Hypernatural's uh, issue seven. Hypernaturals, what's Abnet that? Abnet and Lanning, boys. You love Abnet and Lanning. Yeah. It's hard sci-fi. You love that stuff. So tell me about Hyper, what's it called? It's called Hyper, the Hypernaturals. Okay. I don't know anything uh, about this. I'm, this doesn't surprise anybody who listens to the podcast that, uh, that I think my, my absolute favorite writers, at least currently, um, I love Keith Giffen and Abnet and Lanning and uh, Hickman. And all three of those are very prone to do hard sci-fi. And, and I figured that out recently. Um, I've always wondered why, you know, I'm not as into, you know, and it's cool that, you know, like Brad and I have different, you know, tastes in, in our comic book titles that we uh, check out. But Brad has always been into Daredevil and Spider-Man and uh, things like that. And I've always been into Justice League and Fantastic Four. And... Okay, cool. Thank, Thank you, you, ma'am. Um, and I like my Archie. Oh. You do Veronica. like your Archie. Veronica or, Bar- or Betty. She's such a card. You anyway. just can't trust her, though. Or Kevin, the new character. Kevin? Oh, right. Hey. Yes. Hey. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> anyway, go on, Bill. What's that horse say? <laughs> no, but I, I've realized that I prefer to keep my head up in the clouds, out in space, uh, venturing into the future, which is why I hate prequels. Uh, but no, I'm just. Says I, the I guy realized who champions Phantom Menace episode. Well, no, one. The, the guy who says that that Phantom Menace is actually watchable. Um, I I don't want to say I champion it. Not like uh, I champion say the Incredibles or something. Fantastic. So the guys just got some two sides of bacon, more bacon, and two sides of hash browns. Oh yes, love Fantastic. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Those look good. Right. Oh, uh, you guys are gonna need this. I uh, or this. I need another fork. My apologies. It's all good. Thank, Thank you so me. much. Um, so yeah, the thing about um, you know Giffen Abnett Landing, uh, hit past the salt and pepper. There you go. There, there you go. Okay, can you? Okay, good. Um, Sorry, you. Bill. I have to go get some water. I'm back. <laughs> no, go ahead, Bill. Okay, hang on. I, uh, I'll be. Yeah. Right. I have to go to the bathroom real quick. Uh, thank you. Oh, was I supposed to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Check, please. <laughs> Aren't I embarrassed? Clean up no, on, a, on, a, on a completely uh, separate note, um, uh, which might pertain to my circumstance right this second, is that uh, you'll be happy to know, this might be a surprise to you, but I went to uh, Walmart a few days ago and bought me another five-pack of boxer briefs. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I'll never forget the time Bill McGonnell introduced me to boxer briefs. <laughs> There yes, you were. It was the third greatest thing that had ever happened to me in my entire life. Can't live without them. No, no. wait. So what were you before, Brad? Uh, Boxer briefs. Tidy whities Well, it was, I mean, there really wasn't anything besides uh, jockeys, white jockeys, and uh, actual, you know, boxers, boxers. that didn't give. Because uh, I, I, I never minded boxers, but, man, you, you turn the wrong way, you flex the wrong direction, and you get bound up real quick. Yeah, and and those, I, those old boxers, they, they don't they don't stretch and you can give. Cut, you can get your circulation cut off in those things. No, wait. Uh, yeah. It sounds like you, you guys can, are you going tapered boxers, which isn't the way to go. Boxer you need briefs. to go full cut. Yeah, I'm talking boxers. No, I'm a see, boxer guy. Boys need a house. Yeah. Well, you see, the, the, the only problem I have uh -huh. with uh, with boxers is sometimes the junk does kind of fly out the barn door. Right. And you got to do a little shimmy. But That's why no, you need see, boxer briefs. No, I, the, see, the boxer briefs is what you need to have because and you need them to kind of come down the the thigh a good two or three or four inches and like what it is, it's well it's like you're wearing tights like, you guys are women it's like something it's like something soft and made out of fur hugging that that also most special well just because it's it's you know you've got a little bit of you know you think about it you can tell her there they're in place um, but yet, there's an infinite amount of give, and um, let's stop talking about our junk. I'm talking about my underwear. Okay, that's it. I'm not trying to. Very All good. Right. Thank you. We're uh, we're enjoying it. Good, good. Yes. I'm so glad you didn't deep fry Thank these. You. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah. I need to. Mm. I need to get on these hash browns. Hey, look at this. Look what I'm doing. What would you? No, Brad, no, no, watch. no. Brad's taking one, two. Three pieces of bacon, probably about an inch thick each. 
I'm making a bacon sandwich. Oh! Mm. So good. With bacon as the bread and the meat. <laughs> Put a it's, smaller piece of bacon in between two larger pieces of bacon. Bacon sandwich. Bacon sandwich. It's basically like Brad's taking a regular Oreo and a double stuffed Oreo, mm. then popping the ends off and squishing them together and having a triple stuffed Oreo mm. only with bacon. Right. And Or that KFC chicken sandwich. If there's anything that's better than Oreos, it's probably bacon. Bacon. Now, I'm not one of those weirdos. I don't think that Oreos and bacon should go together. No. I do believe in cookie meat segregation. So, mm-hmm. consider me a segregationist. The only kind of segregation allowed. Absolutely right. Segregation ne- then, segregation now, segregation forever. With bacon and... Uh, Right. With meat Delicious cookies. bacon. <clears throat> so Arnold Schwarzenegger's new movie opened up yesterday. Did you see it? No, I've been working. I want to see it. I might go see it Monday on my day off. Brad, just as an FYI, a connection to me a little bit with that movie? And it's always about Frank, Bill. <laughs> you notice that? Ever since we promoted Frank to full-time... <laughs> Wait a second. Um, if you've seen in the previews... There's a scene <laughs> Take where Arnold replaced with Bill. <laughs> uh, that scene. There's a scene in the previews where Arnold Schwarzenegger flies through a restaurant window, and a guy asks if he's all right. Old yeah, guy. And he says, "How do you feel? How do you feel, Sheriff?" Old. Yeah. Uh, done a commercial with him over at the exchange. Really? Yeah, he's a local guy. That old codger guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. I have. Uh, I read on uh, IHO Geek. Hey, uh, their their top five worst movies or worst action movies of 2012, and I thought it was really funny that uh, The Untouchables 2 was listed twice. <laughs> you know, Johnny M swears that he likes that one better than the first one. Well, wait, I The Untouchables. I haven't seen the movie. The Untouchables oh, wait, 2. Untouchables? Expendables. Oh, sorry, The Expendables oh. 2. Sorry, sorry, okay. not The Untouchables. The Untouchables 2. Sorry, had sorry, Elliot. Kevin Costner playing every role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny says uh, Expendables 2 is well is more fun than, than the first one. Johnny, you're a good kid and I like you, but I, not having seen the movie, I, I'm pretty sure that that's not right. The first one's great. I haven't seen the second one yet. Well, oh, I, oh Brad John- and I went and saw the first one, and I walked out of the theater shocked at how much of an actual movie Sly Stallone tried to write. I mean, it wasn't just a mindless action bang-up. He actually tried to put some script and some story and a little bit of heart into it too and then people got their torsos blown off by huge guns Johnny M made me watch he browbeat me into watching Dread with Carl Urban oh my remind me about that what, which one's Dread oh yeah the Judge I heard Dredd that was yeah. extremely one note but enjoyable if you like that kind of thing it was really really fun I really enjoyed it I recommend it if you like senseless violence gunplay and Gratuitous uh, bloodshots. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan of Carl Urban. I uh, you never see his his eyes, which is the way it should be. And he's always doing this. <laughs> yeah, mugging or uh, uh, scowling. Yeah, with that frowny face. Well, one of the big uh, I, I never the law. I never saw Stallone's Judge Dredd I, I either. Didn't, I didn't either. But I've always I heard that the, the big complaint was that Stallone spent way too much time with his helmet off getting FaceTime. 
that that was not the point of Judge Dredd. I um, I I remember seeing it when it came out because I it sounded like a neat. Oh, we have to go up and pay, Brad. Okay. One of those places. Oh. Um, that way she'll never know if we tipped her or not. That's right. Um. Oh yeah. So I saw it when it came out, and I was a little excited about it. Whenever the time period it was that it came out, very forgettable. I mean, it's just—it's not a bad movie. It's just—it's just a movie you can—you just like. I know what's going to happen. I, it, 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 it leads nothing to your imagination. There's nothing. The funny parts are humorous. They're not like, um, you know, you're not like, yeah. And Rob Schneider is in it too. He plays the the goofy side character. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. That's horrible. Yuck. That should. That is horrible. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't have been allowed. Which speak, speaking of Stallone, there's this podcast I listen to every so often called um, "How Did This Get Made," where they review kind of bad movies and stuff. Okay. And they were talking about. That sounds like fun. It's a it's a great show. And they were talking about, do you guys remember Stallone's Cobra? Yes. No. Okay. Yes, crime is the disease, he is the cure. Right. I saw that in the theaters. Right. Okay, when that movie came out, big deal. That movie was a huge hit. Oh, it's because Stallone still had star, automatic star power at that point. So this, this is where it gets interesting about the star power. So that movie is loosely based on a book. And, you know, the writer of the book was still alive and stuff like that. Now... <clears throat> Until the movie came out. When the movie came out, and it was such a hit, and again, loosely based on because Stallone read, wrote the script, uh, they were going to re-release the book with the cover of the movie on it, which they do a lot of. Absolutely. I hate that, by the way. Stallone wanted to be one of the writers of the book. He wanted the author to add his name to the book, even though Stallone had nothing to do with the book. It didn't happen, but he had the gall to kind of go, hey, I'm making this movie based on a book you wrote, and now that it's popular, I want my name on that book, too. Why? I, I never got the sense that... Well, because here's Stallone, and here's his ego. Right. You know? That's interesting, because that's the inference here, but I never got the impression that his ego was completely out of control. Well, as you said Maybe at I'm that point, myself. that was a very popular movie at the time, and I bet you if he had pushed hard enough, he probably could have gotten away with it. <laughs> you know, I I read something recently. Maybe it was a misleading on purpose. One of those headlines that are misleading on purpose, and I didn't drill down and read the story, but the headline was Terminator Five to focus. Uh, to focus more on Arnold, but I mean, if you've seen him lately, he he looks old. Why would they have an older-looking Terminator? In, I mean, how do you explain why this Terminator looks old? Are they gonna have to do the, the Tron Jeff, Jeff Bridges thing then? I don't know. Maybe they have maybe to, they could. They have to. And that wasn't a hundred percent wonderful. No, that that was the one part of the Tron movie that I thought. Failed, if anything did. I, it what was a good movie. I thought that that was it was too obvious that that was CG and not the actual. And guy. maybe the reason it worked is because you're in a CG world. Because it's Clue was a computer program to begin with, right? Uh, then again, you know, so was 
all the computer programs in the in the first movie they were regular humans. So, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I just you know some things should just be left alone. I guess. And that, well, what if, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What if they prequeled it somehow and they just got a, a look alike? Well, they could do a they could do a continuing you know one that picks up after Terminator Salvation. They had yeah. that that rendered Arnold face in Terminator Salvation. Which was done pretty well, I thought, you know, because it was in shadow and yeah. and stuff like that. But it wasn't that 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 was like definitely the highlight of that movie yeah. when he turns and you're like, whoa! Yeah, seeing a young Arnold's face <laughs> on that thing, looking like he did in the first Terminator movie, that was that was pretty awesome. But I, I mean, as much as I like Terminator and the Terminator franchise, I don't know that I need to see another one with Arnold's face in it. Well, yeah, I agree. I don't need to see this one focus more on Arnold just because he's no longer the governor. The governator, excuse me, and doesn't really have much to do these days. That doesn't mean he has to show up in every single movie, which it seems like he is doing. This dude uh, apparently has he has uh, less selectivity than uh, Samuel L. Jackson these days, or Tommy Lee Jones. Um, and that's not necessarily a compliment either. That's not where I'm going with that. I just, I don't know. I, I hope for the best. So I'm looking at this uh, this Hulu Plus rank, and. You're touting it as a really great service. Right, and right. It may be, um, but I can't help but notice that thanks to Hulu, you can watch Silk Stalkings, 21 Jump Street, and Hunter. No and way. Hunter? I'm trying to think how little I must have going on in my life to actually watch an episode of Hunter. <laughs> what if you're laying in bed one night and you can't sleep? Or what if you? Or you know what? Or what if you went some 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 nineteen early nineteen nineties soft, soft soft right, core yes. uh, uh, silk stockings yes. naughtiness? Wow, silk stockings. <laughs> and I, I like the way for, for those who've never uh, seen the show, don't know what we're talking about. Silk stockings, uh, stockings is spelled S T A L K. Get it? Stockings, oh, silk, it deals stockings. with stalkers. It deals with with police dudes and detectives and all that. And beautiful women. Yes. Yes. And 90s uh, hair. Yes. (laughs) Oh, speaking of 90s hair, guys, this is great. So, I recently moved, and I've been going through boxes, you know, old letters and stuff like that. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. Good. Thank you. I found a picture of, you know, the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders will do these portrait shots, and sometimes some of them will show up and sign it for you. Right. So, I found some pictures from it must have been 1992 of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders yeah. and of course, all right. they're all beautiful women but their hair is just huge it's laughable absolutely laughable <laughs> to see them there but at the time they were you know that was the look and that was hot but and that was man. the one thing from the 80s that made it into the 90s was the was the ginormous hair <laughs> I never got that I am uh, I've always preferred a, a more natural uh, hairdo myself. I'm not gonna be mad at anybody who has that. I'm sitting here looking through this uh, this, this list. I see Toei Animation, which has uh, One Piece, which a lot of people say is really good. Toriko. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else you can do. Okay, there we go. Oh, dude, no way! Dragon Ball Z. I'm an idiot. Speaking of '90s hair, I. And started watching all the Die Hard movies. Yeah. To uh, 
uh, get ready for the new, the new one. And I watched the first Die Hard, and I posted on Facebook, Bruce Willis with hair is weird. <laughs> because he totally had a full head of hair yeah. in, in the first, first two Die Hard movies. Well, you know, if you ever watched... Uh, Moonlighting? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, never did, so that's why I referenced Die Hard. So. I've got the... Uh, I've got, got the, the box second set. season box set, blah, 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 blah. Do you I've really? told the story a million times. Yes, I actually do. Uh, the first I was just season, joking. He the first season, realized you had the box set. No, the first season is six episodes, and the second season is a full season. And the third season, I think, is where they have the baby and they get married, and it becomes a torturous bloodbath of uh, mediocrity. But you can use that phrase, by the way, anytime you want, listeners. Torturous, torturous bloodbath of mediocrity. That's how I would describe this. No, that would be wrong. I was going to say meal, but the meal was actually no, really good. Fantastic. I um, thought you were going to say episode. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Good. Apparently, Bruce Willis also says the line, yippee Kaye, mother bleeper, uh-huh. in all the movies. Okay. Because I saw somebody uh, cut all of those uh, lines together in like a YouTube video. It says them in all, in all four movies. Now, in the last one, Live Free, Die Hard... He only said yippee Kaye mother, and then there was an explosion. Because it was PG-13? Yeah. Well, can't you get one F-bomb in a PG-13 movie? I would, I would like to think you could. I think you can, and but the good news you is... know what? Hey, movie makers, it doesn't have to be there, okay? You can get through a movie without having to do something that is inappropriate for a 12-year-old, okay? That's true. That's true. You know, but, but are you really taking a 12-year-old to go see... A Die Hard movie. Well, you'd be surprised that a lot of PG-13 movies mm-hmm. should. There's stuff that happens in some of those that used to be our movies. You know. Don't be taking those kids to see Django. Oh, no, that's what I hear. Uh, Holy the cow! The is silent, man. <laughs> okay, whatever. The movie is incredible. If you like, you know, Quentin Tarantino. Right, 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 right. But do not take a child. No. Do not let anyone. Probably under the age of 25 watching. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I heard someone uh, did a count of the number of times that that oh so shocking people. term was used, and it was oh, almost Jesus. 120. It was ro- well, my, it, the average my, was like once every two minutes through the entire two and a half my hour movie. I haven't seen it. Well, no, I'm not a Quentin Tarantino fan. I haven't done a dead body count in a movie since Rambo 2. Now, but, I, but that one we had to estimate. Me and a buddy of mine literally did. Wow. Django, it's Django. <laughs> it's Jed. The D is silent. They, okay, a, a quick you Django. Know the story? He's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible, actually. The acting is unbelievable. I mean, you are convinced those people are who they are. I've heard that, uh, I've heard that Christoph yeah, Waltz and all those guys uh, oh, did an Jesus. amazing job. He was so good. And he ends up getting killed too. Oh! oh. Yeah, when it shows up on ABC Family, yeah, I've already made plans to watch it. I can tell you I won't see it. It's good. Oh, that's funny. You know, a very quick story about Django, which doesn't involve me. A friend of mine and some buddies, they went out, had a couple drinks, and around 11 o'clock they go, let's go see a movie. So he didn't want to go, but he agreed. 
So they get to the movie. The guys start to pull beers out of their trunk and put nice. it in their coats. So they go into the movie theater. They start to watch Django. The movie starts. The two friends fall asleep instantly. Like, the second the movie starts, he ribs one of them goes, Hey, I didn't come with you guys to sleep in the movie theater. And they're like, Oh, okay, okay. They wake up. Again, within a few minutes, one of them falls asleep again. The other one stands up, lays down on the theater floor, <laughs> kicks his shoes off, and starts to fall asleep. And starts to snore just a little bit. The, um, the people, when the movie ended, the cu- there were some people in front of them. Yeah. They woke up, they saw what was going on, they kind of figured out what was happening. And they touched the guy, and they shook him. And goes, "Hey, honey, hey, the movie's over. You can wake up now." And he woke up, going, "How did I end up down here?" That's funny. True story. <clears throat> what movie? A Django. Oh, okay. No, no. 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 no I just was gonna say everyone in the whole theater clapped. Okay. Okay. Everyone okay. clapped. All right. Hey, you know what? We got about half the theater clapping last night when Hotel Transylvania ended. <laughs> <laughs> That movie, you know, uh, that movie, that movie made me feel good, man. It was a lot like Des- it was a lot like Despicable Me. Is it a vampire show? It's a It's a animated movie. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a weird buzz. I don't know. Okay. All right, go ahead. No, it was like Despicable Me. It's like I went to go see it, and and I'm thinking, eh, whatever. It's probably the least egregious of the the current kids' movies out, and. I walked out thinking there were times in the middle of the movie where I was going, okay, all right, it's it's not it's not offending me in any way. It's just it's okay. But at the end of the movie, it made me feel good, man. Kind of like Donkey. Made me feel good. Um, Something else? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're funny. I like that. Y'all, we've been sitting here cracking up and listening to y'all. Are you too? You need to stop listening. No, we're just kidding. Okay, <laughs> we're talking loud. All right, give the nice lady a business card. <laughs> hey, why don't we? Uh, you guys want to check out? We can keep keep, do, keep doing this. What we can check yeah. out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right, guys, you're gonna follow us to check time. Uh, I'll pay first. We're gonna see who wins the the check game. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Hey, y'all. Have a good time. Hey, how are you? There you All go. No. Well, Hold on, let me get the right card. No, no, that's Frank's phone. There you go. How's your day? Fine, how about yours? Very good. So how long you worked here at Mama's Dog? It seems like everyone's worked here a long time. Six. Six years? No, six months. Oh, okay, you're new. You ready? Yes. It's always very good. Thank you. This one of shows on Discovery Channel. It's like, you know, grease monkeys fixing cars up and make them awesome. The Gas Monkey Garage is like a mile from here. Here you go, ma'am. Oh, you were talking about uh, an A&E show or something? Uh, it's, on, uh, it's on Discovery, but the show's called Fast and Loud, and it's really cool. I, I'm not usually a fan of those let's fix up cars or create you know motorcycles or whatever i don't watch any of that 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 coast choppers stuff mm-hmm. but this fast and loud is cool I and mean, a lot of its personality i just i like the guys in the show turns out that show 
Uh, the the Gas Monkey Garage is at Royal Lane. He's got a sign. I got a sign. Oh, okay. I got a sign. It's here in da it's local shows. What you're saying? Yes. Very cool. Okay, let's go over here. That was good. Editing to do, Don. Huh? It sounds like it. So you're working today? Yeah, I'm gonna work it at, at uh, 2 p.m. I think I may follow Bill over to Titan Comics. Oh, okay. I sat in something. I was oh, in some hash brown or something. Well, tell you what, if you're going to Titan Comics, I'll go too because I have some stuff I wanted to sell. Oh. So let's sell. all go to Titan just, Comics. Just you had, to have it with you? Yeah. I keep it in the trunk, so. Hey, what's, so let's a, go. what's the time on the recorder? We are at 28. So yeah. we could uh, so we just jibber for a couple more minutes and then yeah, and then we'll get our thirty in and then we're done. <laughs> so is it uh, is it possible to uh, tune a guitar up in a parking lot? Oh, yes. there we got that going. Yes. Let's do that. Okay, because I was trying to figure out. I I, I download a, a couple of different guitar tuning apps, and um, this guitar is not this is not the Stradivarius of guitars by the way. Tune a guitar. She's got one. Well. Way to make a guitar, Sears. I don't know if it's the guitar. Um, it's probably the guitar, or maybe us, but I've never ever tuned a guitar up before, and the couple of apps didn't seem to uh, didn't what, seem did, to just did, nail the process. Did down. you did you like lay the uh, <laughs> lay the guitar it's, it's right lay now. the the phone on the guitar and say tune? <laughs> yeah. So I want to know what app you use to do this first of all, or if you do. Let's see, it's a Roge, what is it, a Roge? Rogue. It's a Rogue fine instrument, model RD80PK. Well, it, it it's a fine instrument, so. And it's crafted in China. Really? That explains things. You're gonna make Glenn Beck mad. Every time you buy something from China, Glenn Beck cries. I know, and an angel loses his wings. <laughs> well, Brad, Brad, Bill works works for the Glenn Beck show, right? Yes, I'm not that, sure I was supposed to mention that. Oh. <laughs> no, edit I'm that kidding. out. Um, we need to edit that. But no, I'm not giving you the address. Um, we actually have had a couple times uh, people come around who are like, we need to keep this guy away from our host. Oh, weirdos? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, one guy, I don't know if I've said this already on the air, uh, stop me, but we got one guy who uh, has named himself Tiger, and we've seen him hang out uh, in front of the building a couple times, and we've had to call the cops on him. Tiger! Well, My name is Tiger! His name is Eric, but he told me that he goes by Tiger because he feels that better exemplifies the way he feels about himself. Uh, oh, then I'm going to go after Sad Man. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm Sad Man. That describes me. Hey. <laughs> or no, Constipated. Hi, I'm Constipated. How do That's you, how I feel about myself. I don't know how people, like, do chords on a guitar. Just Every time I touch that thing, it feels like my fingertips are about to split in half. Well, you develop calluses. That's what I hear. You develop calluses, okay. and then you keep your fingernails short. Now, I had a callus on the inside of my lower lip for many years because I played the saxophone. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's <laughs> No, I'm, I'm totally serious. I, I, I know. Yeah, That's because your, your, your bottom lip kind of folds over your, your bottom teeth, and then you've got the, uh, you know, you've got the, the mouthpiece resting there on your lower lip as you press the, uh, the reed up into the, uh, the housing. 
And yeah, if you don't develop a callus, uh, you'll hurt quite a bit. Now I'll say that yes. the the Rogue guitars are, are um, a, a fine starter guitar. Yes, as it's as it's uh, labeled up here, it's a fine instrument. Do you think that may be slightly uh, overselling? Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there. That there's a reason why they're uh, priced the way they are. Yes. But you, but you don't want to get your kid the first right. guitar, the most expensive thing as, in the world. You know, oh, I can not. I can tune it so it it sounds like it's in tune. But yeah. as you go up the neck, yeah. Uh, it gets a little out of tune, so... Can um, it literally be in tune at the base of the neck and out of yeah, tune up at because the top of the, of the neck? I, f- mm-hmm. I forget what the word is, but because of the angle of the bridge here, okay. it will it can cause different weird tunings. Interesting. Getting out of tune up here, so... So it's just a case of not having a high-quality uh, bridge, then. Well... Or strings or whatever. Is it, is it the strings? See, that, doesn't the ins- sound, that doesn't sound in tune. Right. Okay. But down here... Well, you're not playing the bass close nose either, so right. you're missing so part of the chord. It's just it's it's a it's a um a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's a uh, it's due to just the the construction. It's just a cheap guitar, is what okay. I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm trying to be political about it. Well, no, I mean, yeah, you don't want to get your kid the best guitar in the world. Now, this would be a fine guitar. Be a fine guitar to learn on. Now, you know, that uh, um, a garbage truck just drove up by us, and that I have this very fond memory of um, a garbage truck. You know, I used to live down the street that was just kind of one way, so a garbage truck would come pick up the trash and then back all the way out of it. And this is back when I had flash. Well, one day the garbage was particularly juicy. So it left a trail of garbage juice as the garbage Ew. man. Yeah, as the garbage man drove down the street. Well, I was walking Flash, and Flash got that sniff, and then kind of lost control and <laughs> and and ran straight down the street, following that line of garbage juice. No like he had found a vein of like cocaine or something. He was just like, yes. And I just, man, I laughed. He ran about a block, just straight. He had found gold. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so, what are these strings supposed to sound like? For future reference, you- well, I'm I'm tuning by ear. I haven't okay. I haven't used a I haven't used a tuner. But, but I mean, they get they get so far out that I literally don't even know what sound each string is supposed to make. Well, you can you can get a tuner app for your phone. I've tried a couple of them, and it's I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. Okay. I mean, I used to use a tuner on my saxophone all the time, but it was a very it was a it was a crazy tuner, and I, I knew what note I was heading for. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, I can. I can show you how when when it's quieter and yeah. yeah. I mean, I realize that we're in a parking lot and it's windy and it's kind of cold and there's a trash truck like 20 feet behind us. Yeah, that one right there. I'm I'm Look just, Frank. I'm just laughing at the at the term crazy tuner. That means <laughs> well, it was it was it was this tuner that spun real fast uh-huh. and it was almost like a strobe effect. And the closer you got to the note, the strobe effect lessened and when you finally hit the note perfectly the the strobe effect completely went away and oh. you saw kind of just a solid image and it was a it was a physical thing it wasn't software based i mean it was a, a physical tuner with a spinning mechanism and, and, a, and a flashing light it's like uh, apparently when back when you used to have carburetors and you could tune a car up my dad used to have this crazy thing that looked like a ray gun but it would it would hit a uh, uh, it would fire out a light, basically a strobe light, and I never figured out what exactly he was doing, but he was like 
getting, he was adjusting something until the strobe light effect went away. Yeah. And I still to this day don't know exactly what that process was, but it's the same thing when you were tuning up your band instrument, whether it was a flute or a oboe or a saxophone or a whatever. So, yeah. Well, so we uh, don't have those with, uh, you know, phones and, and this kind of stuff these days. I, I Honestly, it would be cool if they did have one. Um, I'm sure you could, fi- you could find a yeah. physical one somewhere. So do you have a favorite app that you use, or do you just use your, your ears? Well, I have a physical guitar tuner I bought at the store. Oh, okay. And then I've got an app, and then, you know, if I get one, if I get a proper, like, E-note for, yeah. the, for the six string, then I can tune it the rest okay. just just on the guitar itself. Yeah, well, you know, the fifth fret okay. on the top string. Okay. That's, oh, it's, it's the same can, note. Interesting. In theory, but, you know, the guitars. Right. The fifth fret on this string, the sixth, fifth, fourth string, they're all the same as the one below it. On the fourth string, you go down one fret to the fourth fret. Okay. Then you go back on the last string. You go back up to the fifth. So you just blew my mind. Yeah. Anyway, it's math. Wow. It's more or less tuned. It'll. It'll. Cool. It'll. uh, I'll show you a couple of apps you can use to. Okay. Well, they put the guitar away. I guess this will be a good time to wrap up. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to a half hour wasted. Proud member of the HHW LOD podcast network. Uh, we still want to know what you think we look like. So send us an email to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and describe yes. us. How do you think we look? And we hope you enjoyed this extra wasty half hour. <laughs> and and, and I, I still have several bumper stickers if you want a bumper sticker. I've Yay. sent out several. I still have a bunch left. Do you have send any with you? I do. I have one for you guys. Great. Okay. I'll have uh, to wash my car first before I put mine on. Halfhourwasted uh, half at gmail.com if you would like a bumper sticker. And yeah. I found an economical and safe way to send them. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Basically, I'm taking a, a, a comic book board. Uh-huh. Yes. Scoring it down the middle lengthwise, folding it in half, taping the edges, and it makes for a nice... Nice! Yeah, smart! It, it fits in there perfectly. All right. Well, guys, with that, we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted with the studio show, I'm sure. Yes, we'll be back in in normal uh, standard operating procedure. Okay, yeah. Yes. All right, guys, say bye. Bye. All right. Uh, good night, Gracie. Bye.